This is Subconscious Mind Mastery. Thomas Miller back with kind of an interesting twist on things today. You know, I've had these two events come up that were strategically planned. One was Daniel Danovi's wedding, Daniel and Kimberly's wedding, which they picked the date to be on the new moon. And not only the date, but also the time. So they scheduled the time to be at just slightly past, actually, the new moon and did that for the energy so that the beginning of their marriage relationship would have that new moon creative energy behind it. Boy, was that cool. And then a couple of days later, here comes an email from Fred Dodson saying that he's picked a couple of days in in July in Dallas, Texas to do a seminar. And one of the things that people have said is, well, isn't it hot in Dallas in July? Uh, Yeah. Have you not been listening to the podcast? (laughs) But, you know, I'm here. I'm back and we're going to do this and and it's okay. I mean, it's uh, we're going to be in a very air conditioned space and the seminar is going to take up much of the time. And then we're going to hang out together as a group afterwards. So the heat isn't going to be that big of a deal. Just nothing to worry about. But I wanted to look at the energy behind those dates. So I know that Fred picked those intuitively. Totally get that. Haven't asked him, but I just know him well enough now to know that those were dates that came to him intuitively. So I wanted to look at what was behind those. And there's nobody better to do that than my friend Rosie Cutter. Rosie and I had been trying to get together for a little quick interview on a couple of other things. And then when she was available, this was in the space. So I said, hey, let's just talk about events. So you can use this podcast and this information and the process you're going to hear Rosie discuss for any kind of event that you have in your life. If you're planning one or if you have one already scheduled and you just want to know what's around that event, you can also use this same information. So without further ado, let's take a look at the energy around the summer event in July from her perspective. This is going to be really cool. Rosie, welcome back. Hey there. Thanks for having me. So the idea here is when people have events coming up in their life, how can they use the tools that you use to take a look at that event to see what energy is going to be there? Well, the first way that I find really easy to use is the destiny card calendar. And so every specific day has a card. And so you could look up, for example, a day in July and say, okay, what is the energy of July 28th? I'm thinking of getting married. Well, lo and behold, when you look at the calendar in the grid, July 28th is the day of the King of Hearts. What an amazing day to get married. So you can look at things in this sort of a flow. And then you can also look at Western astrology as well and even simply Google general astrology for July of 2019. And it will tell you where the planets are moving because they're on this beautiful great clock of the sky. We can already see where the planets are going to be in 20 years even. It just keeps ticking away. So those are two different tools. And then let's say you look up July 28th is the King of Hearts. You have no idea what the King of Hearts means. You can simply Google in or go to Robert Camp's website, Seven Thunders, the number seventhunders.com, and it tells you, okay, King of Hearts, what's the general meaning? Mastery of emotions, enjoying being with loved ones and friends, meeting an ideal love match. 
You see what I'm saying? So you can look and then maybe if the day wasn't as love oriented or focused, it was more on business money or tying things up. Let's say you looked up the date and it was a nine of spades. You would say, hmm, maybe that's the day that we're tidying everything up and we're going to push it back another week to have a more kind of auspicious weather. Now, you and I have had a peek at uh, all of this for around this, using this event coming up this summer in Dallas with Fred Dodson as a platform to do exactly what you're doing. Yes, and I will say that you had amazing things coming up in your astrology, sharing information with the public, becoming a master in your field, and the dates that were chosen for your event, July 26th, 27th, and 28th, happened to be really ideal times for people to actually restructure the way that they're seeing the world, and also looking at what negative habits what negative belief systems, where do these even come from, have been holding me back in automatically negative responses to life. And part of your workshop is about looking at these different scales of emotion. Am I correct? Absolutely correct. So this would be an ideal time. I would say, you know, people people should go to a workshop or do some kind of psychotherapy or processing because what's happening as well in the Western skies is during that period, there's a stellium in the 11th house, Sun, Venus, Mercury, North Node. Basically what this means is we're really focusing on friendship, our relationship with the community at large, what is working and what is not. Aquarius is about brotherhood. Uh, we're moving into this age of Aquarius. And so we have to get rid of some of our selfish, childish ways of responding. Even, for example, the crisis among homelessness or drug addiction. We, we can no longer turn away. And there's a lot of pain and anger which is also represented by many planets being in retrograde, including Mars, the fighter, right? So a lot of the pain and anger is going to come up, but like cleaning out a wound, if we can express it in a healthy way, for example, in a formulated workshop, actually trying to process what's coming up as opposed to just feeling like you're in the middle of this roller coaster, we can clean out the old wound and finally have a chance to heal. So it was really ideal timing of, of when your workshop is coming up. Can you tell us more about it? Well, Fred put the dates together. I simply got an email and said, here's what's going on. And uh, by the way, he said, you're involved. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, okay, I'm, in, I'm down for that. Unexpected good news. And then you and I had been trying to connect here and just very interesting that that didn't happen until now. And I thought, what a great value to give people how they can use these magical tools to look at various dates, maybe they, like you said, you have something that you're getting ready to set up. What would the energy be like around this particular thing? So we just pulled up the astrological chart here, and it kind of just blew me away. When I saw this, of Fred's intentions. So here is somebody who draws people from all over the world, international. Mm. And you had this stack of energy in the 11th house, which is all about community. Mm -hmm. And that's what Fred represents is community. And what, lo and behold, would you have in there but Mercury, communication, Venus, obviously a benefic planet around purpose and beauty and dealing with the things of higher, higher consciousness. Mm -hmm. That's what the whole seminar is about. 
the North Node is sitting right there, and I've done podcasts on the North Node of that's moving us in our karmic soul purpose direction. Mm-hmm. And then right next door, you've got the sun. And I'm just like, oh, this is so incredible. And what's really cool is Fred doesn't do astrology, but he is very intuitive. So I don't know what his process was, didn't ask, of picking these dates. But I guarantee you it was an intuitive selection. And look at, you just look at the energy that's there. And I'm just, I'm I'm pretty blown away right now. <laughs> yeah, yep. he's. He's transcended the whole process. He doesn't even need to. Look he doesn't need it. No, he he truly doesn't. But the rest of us mere mortals do. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. And and it seems sometimes really complicated to people. But I would think about it more like it's like sailing or planting a garden. We would look at the cycles of nature to see when it's most opportune to do things. So we'll post um, an image on your site. I have uh, images is on my side of the destiny card calendar you can easily look up any day and then there's amazing tools online that can break down western astrology in a simple way like you're speaking of and people can start to almost remember the archetypes of what these planets mean because i think for a long time we knew and understood much more about what's going on above our heads it was really kind of a determining factor for many things in survival even absolutely And I've been saying, I've been doing this little daily podcast called Fun Astrology and been having fun doing fun astrology. But I've really gotten in tune with what's going on. And right across, so opposite, 180 degrees that way, are what I've been calling the big three of this year. It's the theme of 2019, Saturn, Pluto, and the South Node. And again, I don't want to be speaking a foreign language, but basically... What I've been saying is this is the year to do business, soul business, karmic Mm. business, like we have never seen on this planet. Probably, I don't know if you could find the last time on a a chart because the last time that Saturn was in, let's see, how did I do this? The last time that Pluto was in Capricorn Mm -hmm. was 13 years before America was born. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you, so ba- and Saturn was off in uh, Taurus or someplace. So basically, mm-hmm. you have not had this set up ever. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, many religious um, followings, including biblical, Christianity, Hinduism, um, believe that we are in very special times, whether it's called the end of days, the Kali Yuga part of what they're speaking of, of the veils becoming thin, of everything being amplified. It's interesting that this was written about thousands of years ago. And what gave them the information to make these sort of predictions was that they would were seeing that there were very powerful battles going on in the sky. Very, very intense astrology. A lot of oppositions. And the South Node is about our past lives, our karma, what we're overdeveloped in and what we need to shed. And astrology works in opposition. So if the North Node is in, for example, Cancer, the South Node is automatically in Capricorn because it works in these oppositions. And it's very easy to see how you can start to flex different muscles. It's not like we have parts of ourselves we want to cut out. I, You know, if I have a scrape on my finger, I don't need to cut off my finger. But you want to heal it. You want to balance things out so that if you're over-dominant in something, which would normally be the South Node, 
that you start to embrace the archetypes and the mentality of the other sign. And that's what is in perfect alignment here to support this work is like, I'm just blown away that this whole thing was picked at random. I I guarantee you Fred did not sit down and rotate an astrological chart day by day through the summer. Yeah, yeah, but isn't it fun to do it afterwards? It's such a little science project. Also, um, I I was looking up what the destiny cards are for those particular days, and when the conference starts on July 26th is the day of the two of clubs, which is actually called the conversation card. So it definitely has this element of people going back and forth, looking at the duality, the high side, the low side, just like these intense oppositions, really wonderful for gathering with people for intellectual pursuits. And then the next day, the 27th is the ace of clubs, right? Cause the calendar goes in order and the ace of clubs is uh, the desire for knowledge, initiating new ideas, finding new ways of thinking, new plans for the future that really motivate us. So that's really fun. And then the last day of the workshop, it kind of works in this beautiful closure cycle is the king of hearts, the day of emotional mastery and really transcending and finding another way, you know, forgive them for they know not what they do, sort of a mentality, forgiving yourself, forgiving your past. So I find it interesting that it works perfectly. The first day, everybody's all excited. Everybody's exchanging information. They have this powerful charge. And then the second day, they're finally open to a new way of thinking, Ace of Clubs. And then by the third day, it's literally a card of emotional mastery. Um, So it kind of wraps itself up quite nicely in a little cycle there. Fred did a video, it's on YouTube, outlining the course, just about nailed exactly what you just said. That's amazing. That's wild. But, you know, after you've worked with this for so long, you just don't need those confirmations anymore. (laughs) You go, no, this stuff. And yet when you get them, it just still, it's like, wow, how this is all screwed and wired together is incredible. It's incredible. And also I feel like, we're all searching for meaning and that can be beautiful, but it can also feel very heavy. Who am I? Where am I going? Who's going to show me to figure it out as fast as possible. I saw David Lynch said this beautiful quote, uh, the hardest thing for human beings to accept is that none of this makes sense. And it not that it doesn't make sense and there's no point to life, but that surrendering into the mystery and using astrology myself. I love looking at the past because it does reaffirm certain things. And I feel like because I'm a very heady intellectual person, when I read it and I intellectually study it and say, okay, this was exactly what was written in the stars. This was the weather of that day. It allows me to accept it more emotionally, stop blaming myself or stop being in this pattern. You know, it's interesting how the knowledge is such a great gift, but it's also kind of driven us all a little mad. But Sometimes just hearing something one time, your cellular body suddenly remembers. So the knowledge is the gateway for us to unlock the emotional trauma. We just want to find ways to present the knowledge so that it's accessible to everyone and practical and useful in your daily life. All right. So that people can really get their minds around this. If they have a date or an event coming up that they would like to do this process for their date, How do you advise them? Where do you look? 
Okay, so if you go to my website, destinycardproducts.com, under the cards heading, we have a whole article and the calendar of, of the year. You can also just Google destiny card calendar and the image hit images and the image will come up and you can look up any date from January 1st to New Year's Eve. So each day has a specific card. It does not change by the year. Another way to do it, if you wanted to look at the Western side as well, is you could just type in general astrology for the month of and whatever month you put in, you're going to come up with several sites right at the beginning that have beautiful infographics. Um, maybe we'll post some on yours along with the interview. And it'll tell you certain days and it will give you a little summation like Venus moves into Leo. Amazing time for conception, love, romance, maybe somebody new. It'll have these headers and you can start to get a general idea and start to remember, yes, what is the sun? The sun's the life giver. The moon is the major patriarchal and the ever-changing emotions we know these things these these archetypes are presented to us in media and all the time and have been in our culture forever so you can start to get simple ways of looking at the western or my favorite is the destiny card system because you just go boom there's the day what's july 27th okay it's the ace of clubs what is the meaning of the ace of clubs boom new ideas new knowledge great day to put on a seminar start a new study you see just start working with it is the key. Just start working with it. And it's all at the touch of your fingers, much like the Kali Yuga. The veils are incredibly thin. We have access to books, holy books, sacred documents and information that a few hundred years ago, we probably would have had to take a vow of silence and celibacy and lived in a mountaintop to get our little hands on. And now we can literally internet search it. <laughs> so if, I mean, you know, it seems heady and it seems meticulous and confusing, but really, especially that's why I love the destiny card system. If you just start to look at different days, start to read about your own card, um, then you start to see these patterns and it'll start to make sense because it's a, a remembering of language. But we'll definitely put the calendar image up on your site and maybe we can find a nice infograph for the um site that I sent you that shows what day each planet is moving into what and what that means in a few key words, especially astrologyanswers.com has that great uh, graphics. So yeah, maybe we can share some of those and people can start to educate themselves with these tools. And I would highly recommend with the powerful things happening this summer and at the end of July that people do do seminars, workshops. Your workshop is a perfect example of people really having tools that allow them to let go of ingrained patterns that are generational. And this is happening on a global scale. We are seeing things come to light. Murders are being solved because of the different DNA technology. Crimes are being unearthed, even from 20 years ago. So there's a general healing happening. And it's almost like, hey, if there's 10-foot waves, it can be great as long as we know there are 10-foot waves and we're ready. We want you to be ready and have the tools that you need. So I think that your, uh, your workshop is going to be fantastic. And I would highly recommend that people do something where they can process all this powerful, dynamic energy that's being stirred up. Rosie, you are special, and I know you're not going to be a stranger. <laughs> yeah, we got some things. In we, the, we're we got, cooking in the kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> we're cooking in the kitchen. Everybody when it's ready that. to be served, you'll know, but we're cooking in the kitchen. 
Yeah, great. Well, it's always good to talk to you. Likewise. And I'm so excited. And just everyone, you know, hang on. You're here. The idea of the video game is to stay on as long as possible. And just understand that none of this is personal. Wow. There was some packed 20 minutes of resources for you. <laughs> Goodness. Thanks, Rosie. Rosie is available for readings and her information, along with the seminar information, and wouldn't you love to go sit with a guy, just be in the room with a guy for three days who has transcended all of this? She totally got it. She nailed it. And that's what I've experienced from doing the audiobooks is that Fred literally has transcended the need for this. Wouldn't you like to hang out with a guy like that for a few days? Well, you got the chance and we can do it as a community. So that and all the other resources that we've mentioned in the last 20 minutes will be available in the show notes and on the website at subconsciousmindmastery.com. Thanks so much for listening to this one. We have so much more coming up. This has just opened all kinds of gates and doors, and we're going to walk right through every one of them. I love you guys. I hope to see you in Dallas. This is your personal invitation from Majana and me, from our hearts to yours we would love for you to do what you have to do to be here. And until we get together here again, you know what we do around here. We enjoy the journey. I'm Thomas Miller. Thanks for listening. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.